Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thursday, May 27th. Hey, we're coming off of a pretty good day yesterday. And uh, but the issue is what will happen today? It looks like a little bit of a mixed bag right now as we continue to see a few more earnings coming in this morning. And then we've got uh, some economic news coming out today and tomorrow. So some things that could move the market as we as we move into this Memorial Day weekend. Hey, just remember that uh, before we talk today, there's only one thing that any of us can really control within our portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know on a scale of one to 100, how much risk you really have in your portfolio and whether it really matches up with your risk tolerance, you need to give us a call and let's walk through our financial x-ray. To do that, all you have to do is give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, hey, Dave, how's things going this morning? One oh five point seven light FM, Chris Hyde and them pretenders there. Good morning. They call me Morning Dave. We're at 8.38 now, 22 before 9. We're time to check in on your money and see how your retirement funds are faring on Wall Street this morning. We got a data dump out of the federal government today, and it's been kind of sparse on that level all week long. Let's go down and get some reactions from Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It's... Uh... Thursday, 27th. It's hard to believe. We're almost there to Memorial Day. And uh, hey, the markets didn't do too bad yesterday. No, it wasn't all that terribly bad. The Dow managed, well, I'd call it a whole steady day, but that's kind of nice given how volatile things have been. Dow was up by a little under 11. The Standard & Poor's was up by a little under 8. And uh, NASDAQ got a bit of a recovery, too. They were up 80 points yesterday. And that kind of brings us up to the morning. And you've got the benefit of a, a non-delayed quote system on your computer. I saw the durable goods orders come out. And then a little bit later on, a couple of minutes later, out come the uh, durable goods orders without factoring in transportation. The overall durable goods orders, this is the stuff that lasts that companies buy, and it really becomes a good economic indicator. They expected it to be up fractionally by a little under 1%. They ended up falling by 1.3% in April, and that kind of made the markets go, ah, oh, geez, sure hate that thought. Uh, uh then all I was going to say, then, then, then the factoring out of transportation came out, and we actually grew a little bit more than we expected. And I'm kind of reading that as meaning they just can't deliver the automotive products they need, right? Well, I think that's probably it. You know, that's uh, the chips continue to be problematic to especially that industry above all other industries. I mean, it's hurting a lot of them, but that one specifically, uh, you know, driving home uh, on Saturday from the airport down here, it's like, the new car lots just don't have much inventory on the lots right now. No, oh, yeah, and the, and the new car dealers are now advertising to buy used cars to have something to sell. It's a, it's, it's a challenge, and it's going to be interesting when the chip shortage finally abates what kind of a flood of new vehicles we're going to have going on sale at deep discount prices because we're satisfying demand with the used car products now, and we've got them all sitting in the lots of the factories waiting for a $10 chip to go into them. Well, that's true. And, you know, from a couple of articles I've read, that, that could be a, a year, year and a half from now. 
I really don't like hearing that. I haven't heard that projection yet. I've been figuring it was a short-term thing. You don't think it is, huh? Not, no. Nothing I've read said it's short-term. It's, um, I mean, they're trying to get production up, but they continue to have issues in Taiwan. Um, with COVID is, I just read an article this morning, how it's, COVID is really in, is going gangbusters again over there. And there was two other things that was giving uh, Taiwan a hard time. And that's all problematic with the chip industry right now. Understood. The Asian rim in general has some COVID frights going on. Japan, there's the press there is talking about they ought to cancel the Olympics because they've got such a low vaccination rate going on over there. They're afraid of getting a uh, of getting another wave. They're basically behind the curve compared to us as far as vaccination rates are concerned. And that messes with a lot of elements of the economy, including our chip market. Oh, definitely. It sure is. And that's just, um, you know, one of the, again, one of the industries that's being affected. There's, there's more than that one. And we'll continue to hear about those going forward. Absolutely. I, I found it fascinating, though, that it was a complete reversal from a downright disastrous, unpleasant surprise on the overall number. Factor out transportation and durable goods were actually kind of a pleasant surprise. And you're saying on the immediate no delay tick, market actually didn't mind that and actually turned a little bit greener, I gather. Well, it did, especially by the time the jobs numbers hit, too. So it was kind of a combination. Um, we continue to see, uh, you know, the Dow was in the green all morning. The S&P 500, it did flip to, to green after those two reports came out, though right now it's it's basically flat. So, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll take I'll take flat happy in a uh, in a uh, volatile market. You referenced the job report Thursday's the day in which we get the unemployment claims numbers in. We were expecting 425. We ended up 406,000 first-time unemployment claims, still indicating a volatile employment market, but the good news is that's the lowest we've had since this pandemic began, so we're still showing good solid progress and a pleasant surprise over what was expected. Definitely are. I mean, that, that is a good sign that, uh, you know, less and less people are losing their jobs. And, and you and I would expect that, right? Because of just the whole job situation right now, there's there's a need for employment right now. So um, that was a pleasant surprise. The uh, the only thing that, um, you know, the, the durable goods number, that was kind of a mixed bag, really, when you start diving down to that report. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that we had come out today, Dave, was uh, the second revision of the GDP. Which we'd normally say, good Lord, 6.4% confirming that number two times in a row. I would expect that to be good news, but the market got a little greedy and was expecting more, I gather. Yeah, the economists were actually expecting 6.2% GDP on this uh, second revision, but uh, they didn't get it. It, it remained the same as 64 uh, And remember, there'll be one more, the final revision will be the end of uh, of June. All right. We'll cross our fingers that we continue to stay above the expectations on that front. Uh, it was uh, kind of a do-nothing day, everything being relative yesterday. Uh, I'm trying to remember whether we've got anything really fascinating coming up over the next 24 hours. I would assume going into a three-day weekend, government's going to be relatively quiet tomorrow as far as data dump is concerned. My calendar shows we got personal income, consumer spending, and core inflation coming out tomorrow. That will be a market mover on the last day, especially yep. the core inflation, given what we're worried about on that front. Yeah, exactly. So those are the three main things I see coming out tomorrow. 
And then everybody will head for the doors after either selling or buying like crazy about two in the afternoon and say that's it for the weekend, right? That's right. That's right. Maybe sooner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Noon. It's, it's Memorial Day. We've got to go out and buy the brats. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming we've got some quarterly reports to, uh, to discuss this morning, don't we? We do. Kind of like yesterday, we continue to get some retail numbers coming in, which is nice to see. Uh, we have Best Buy report. They... Uh, they had a pretty good report. They they beat by not quite a dollar a share, getting close. Um, revenue beat, same store sales exceeded expectations, and they raised their full year comparable sales forecast. So that was good news. Um, they're trading up almost two percent this morning before we get going. And then we had I, uh, go ahead. I was figuring they hit some sort of a trifecta because they're toward the top of my big winner list. Yeah, they, 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 and they have been higher earlier. They're up as much as 3.8%, I think, earlier this morning. Um, Dollar General reported. Those things are popping up like crazy. Uh, we, uh, they, they beat uh, uh, handedly they, by about 60 cents a share. Revenue exceeded expectations. Same store sales dropped, but dropped less than expected. So that was kind of a good thing. Um, they raised their full year forecast. Um, they, you know, they say that they're really um, benefiting from, from continue to benefit from the stimulus checks coming out. And so they were up one and a half. Well, they dropped one, they're up one percent now. <laughs> I was going to say same store sales with Dollar General. I was going to say they all those darn things in on the back of a flatbed trailer and drop them on every corner. Same store sales has to be a challenge when you when you add eight to the average town every day. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. How, how can you get same store sales because there's new ones popping up all the time? Um, and then we got Dollar Tree. Now Dollar Tree, um, they uh, they issued lower than expected earnings outlook for this coming year. Hmm. Uh, they they did beat though on their earnings report for last quarter on both their top and bottom lines, but. Again, expectations for the next quarter not good. Um, sales did raise rise more than expected on same store sales level, but they're getting hammered this morning, uh, down six percent. Why did they think that uh, same store sales were going to drop in the next? That that's on the strange side, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. So I'm not sure exactly what um, what's prompting that. I wonder it might be the same thing as Dollar General because they're popping up like uh, dandelions as well. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, we got two here now, right? So they continue to, to expand. Uh, we had uh, Williams of Sonoma. Uh, they are kind of a high-end uh, store. They they beat by over a dollar a share. Uh, came in at like two ninety three. The um, revenue came in above forecast. They've given an upbeat outlook for this coming uh, rest of the year based on people investing in their homes because of new purchases. Uh, they're up two and a quarter percent this morning. We had the likes of uh, American Eagle. They beat by two cents a share. And uh, so they're up about a tenth of a percent. But here's the big deal. And it's, it's only big because we're talking about chip industry earlier. Um, sure. NVIDIA reported. They, uh, they had a profit of uh, almost 40 cents better than expected. Came in at 366. Um, revenue exceeded forecast. They um, continue to have an upbeat revenue outlook, but they are uh, they're just not getting it on the uh, 
on the stock front today. I think, again, because of just, uh, you know, they're, they're increasing sales, but they're still having issues of getting chips out to people fast enough. So, so they're basically flat right now. Um, but it's an expensive stock, $628 a share. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy pants video cards, all the Bitcoin miners use them, and I know NVIDIA is one of the big brands for those. They yes. run short chips that could crash the entire Bitcoin market. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it could, it could phase in more than one way for sure. Absolutely. It's funny how one industry affects the others. Got one more to go? Yeah, that's it. That's all I got this morning, Dave. All right. In that case, I'll reset the table. Modest update on all three indexes yesterday, and that's always good news. 45 minutes before we open this morning, Philip, what are we looking at? Well, on the uh, index front, I'm going to say we've got kind of a mixed bag right now. The Dow is up about four-tenths of a percent. That's $132. The uh, S&P 500 is flat. NASDAQ's down about four-tenths of a percent. Commodities front is everything is red this morning. Silver's down four-tenths. Gold's down three-tenths of a percent. Crude oil actually closed yesterday over $66 a barrel. It's down right now 72.72% um, uh, to $65.75 a barrel. We're starting to establish a trading range on that, and I wish that trading range were about a dollar lower, don't you? I absolutely do. I hear you. Overseas markets, mixed bag in Asia. Nobody moved more than about a third of a percent at the close this morning at 6 a.m. Ditto going on in Europe. There's a little up, a little down, but nobody's going up or down very much at this point in time either. It's kind of a quiet day worldwide today. Philip, as volatile as the market's been for the last few weeks, knowing where the risk is in my retirement fund could be really critical, especially as close as I am. How do I find you to get a read on where I am? And then give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their financial x-ray, which will allow us to look and see how much risk they actually have in their current portfolio. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here on Light FM tomorrow morning about the same time. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll turn in tomorrow when we'll have more news and close out the month of May. Until then, have a good one.